Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Yo, what's up? It's Corey and Alex in the kitchen. Uh, uh, uh. We rapping, rapping. Wow. Dude, I got a mixtape dropping in 2020. <laughs> it's a hot mixtape. It's called the Hot Dirty Cheese <laughs> Mixtape. Oh, I don't know. I have a bunch of guest appearances on there. Yeah, like who? Lil Wayne. Oh, wow. Um, is he still popular? <laughs> Drake. Lil Nazi. Little Nauseous. <laughs> Lil Nauseous. Lil Nauseous X. Did you know that there's a Lil Baby and Duh Baby? Yeah. That is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Baby and Duh Baby. It's a little stupid. It's a little duh stupid. <laughs> oh, man. There's also Lil Nas X, Lil Nas. What? I think there's a Lil Nas and a Lil Nas X. No, and there's also no, Nas. Need... No, there is Nas. No way is there a Lil There's also Nas. Lil Yachty. What's with all the littles? But it's not little, it's Lil. Lil. <laughs> Lil. Lil. Lillian. Lil. Lillian, get over here and rap on this microphone. Lil. Lil. Wait, okay, so you think there's a Lil, Lil Nas X. There is a Lil Nas X. Is there a Lil Nas? There is not a little. Are you Nas. sure? Let's see. When I Google search Lil Nas, it only shows Lil Nas X. Okay, Gosh. it's all good. There's also Nas. Yeah, there's Nas. Oh, God. There's Lil Pump. Oh, Lil Pump. Lil Techie. <laughs> Lil Techie. Little Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> so freaking oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil... Wait, now there's Lil Wayne? No, there's always been a Lil Wayne. His name has always been... Yeah, you're right. His name has always been Lil yeah. Wayne. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Yeah, this is ridiculous. With all the Lils. Okay, anyway. Are right, you been recording this whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Shall we intro the show? Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Sleepy Sanderson. Sleepy Sanderson is our first time uh, guest appearance here, and today she's going to be talking about sleep deprivation. <laughs> I'm an expert in it. <laughs> Why do you think you can't sleep all the time? Um, because I have to work so early all the time. Mm. It's not that I can't sleep. I have no problem sleeping. I have a problem with <laughs> the time you're the called time to make money. Yeah, I get so it. So I need to adjust my sleep. Yeah. Because I used to try and be in bed by 10 to fall asleep by 1030. Now I'm still in bed by 10, but I need to go to bed. Like I need to be asleep at 10. What's really funny is that Alex is delivering this message to you about <laughs> sleepiness laying down while podcasting. Are you sure you can hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I am laying down and very far away from the mic. I can hear you louder than I want to hear you. Okay. Okay. With your annoying ass voice in my ear. 
<laughs> could, you, could you hear that? <laughs> oh, I just got to look at death. Um, what are we talking about today? What's your Wednesday wisdom? Um, I got to look. Hold on. I wrote it down. Wait one moment, please. I don't know if anyone can hear the bubbling of the radiator in our apartment. But... Hold for when, Wednesday, wisdom. Hold for wisdom. Oh, I don't know what that means. What does it say? Make a list of things and add four to each day. <laughs> I don't know what that Were means. Were you drunk? No. Or tired when you wrote that? I don't know what that means. Mm. Um, Any okay. tips for going away over the weekends? You're, this is about to be your second weekend going away. Um. Well, I... I came back on Sunday, and then Monday, when I was back in my routine, I, I wasn't really fully in my routine, um, but I was thinking, oh, I want to I wanna meal prep, because even though I didn't really necessarily eat bad when I was away, I just wasn't eating my normal things, and I wasn't moving and exercising the way I normally do, sleeping the way I normally do, and I feel like you kind of have to pick and choose when you're on away from home, whether it's vacation or work trips, like something's going to fall off and that's inevitable. Mm -hmm. So you can <clears throat> focus your attention on, I'm going to eat as close as I can to my normal diet as possible today, or I'm not going to stress about that. And I'm going to focus on making sure I get enough sleep or I'm going to, I am going to exercise tomorrow and maybe I have to lose a little bit of sleep to do it, but I am going to exercise. I feel like you have to pick and choose how Which to stay one, yeah. close on your routine, but you can't have it all. And I don't suggest doing none of it. And I think the important part is not beating yourself up about it. Yeah. Because as I said, it's inevitable. It's not, you're going to come back feeling a little different and a yeah, little off. Yeah, totally. And that's totally normal. And there's no need to beat yourself up about it because then you're just going to feel even worse. Right. No, I think that's good. So when I go away now, I don't stress about not working out or maybe not eating the same things. I try and have at least one fermented food a day to help my gut stay on track. Mm -hmm. And I try and have at least one big plate of vegetables a day whether that's a salad or maybe I have um, like a bunch of veggies to snack on um, yeah but that's my Wednesday wisdom I guess that's my I guess that's my Wednesday wisdom I really want to know what the fuck this means though yeah I would say that um, my my Wednesday wisdom uh, in general I've just been trying to be more kind to myself and like forgiving, mm -hmm. forgiving of myself and like not letting slip ups or setbacks determine the outcome for the entire day. Yeah. Um, and not letting anxiety run the program. Mm -hmm. um, and how are you working on that? Just by talking to myself through it, like being like actually having conversations of like, okay, on a scale of one to 10, like how big of a deal is this in the long term of your life? 
<coughs> what effect is it going to have? Is there a reason to panic? Oh, you know, and the answer is almost usually always. Yeah, you're drink. having a hard time over there. I can't drink my tea in this position. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, I am listening now. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, just working through those things and having conversations with myself where I'm like, okay, this is not that big of a deal. Everything's going to be fine. Because I make up things in my head. Yeah. About myself and about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what other people think of me or how yeah. other people are perceiving me when the truth of the matter is like no one, probably nobody is doing that. But I've yeah. always had that strong. And you're not alone. Inner, like people, everyone's going to think this. Everyone's thinking yeah. this, that they're all, all constantly thinking this about me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and there's no reason for those things. Yeah. Um, but that's something I struggle with, you know? I think a lot of people struggle yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, but not letting it run your life and just telling it to shut the fuck up and yeah. keep going forward. Uh, my friend Amy, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, we were talking about um, when we ask our our students to do something that could be like quote unquote embarrassing for them or silly. Yeah. Um, how people have this fear of, especially students in a classroom setting of, oh, I don't want to be wrong or I don't want to look dumb or be stupid, that it's just holding them back. And I remember having those thoughts at times, um, being like, oh, I don't want them to judge me because I don't want to do it wrong or look dumb. And where I am now in my like relationship with myself I wish I hadn't, I, I wish I could tell my younger self, like, you're in school to learn, and part of learning is messing up. And experimenting. And experimenting and trying new things. So get out of your fucking head and just be dumb. Act stupid. Look, yeah. D- it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, that's also, I feel like, I wish I would have gotten that advice when I was younger, you know? Like, my parents had a tendency to be like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of parents said like, oh, you're good at everything. You can be good at anything you set your mind to. And like, you know, I believe in you. And like, I don't know. I feel like uh, resilience is built through failure. Totally. You know, that'll be hard for, for me as a parent. But like, also, it's just like, you know, you gotta struggle to get better at stuff. So yeah. anyways, I saw a funny, uh, I don't remember it, the words exactly, but it was something along the lines of, um, like hipsters were born from parents telling them that they could be anything or they were amazing at everything or something like yeah, that, I completely... which I thought was super funny and, um, true. And also not really a bad thing. Yeah. But to some extent, it is kind of breeding this new era of younger people who feel like they're entitled to everything and they don't need to be told by people who are older than them what to do and how to do things. Right. There is value in in um, telling, I think, telling people how things are. Like, you can't be anything that you want to be unless you fucking work at it. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, oh, you can be anything you want to be. Oh, mother. You are having a very difficult uh, time down there. <laughs> I just want to stay here, but I don't think this is a good choice. Ah, Dude. God damn it. Um, can you still hear me? <laughs> oh, I can hear you all right. Oh, I can hear you all right. Um, I was 
I was watching an interview with J-Lo after the, the Super Bowl, and she was, I, I don't remember who was interviewing her, but they were saying how hard of a, how hard of a worker she is and like how much of a perfectionist she is. And it's like, yeah, she works really fucking hard because she has to, and that's how she makes amazing Super Bowl shows and how yeah. she's had such a long career because she works really hard. I'm going to yeah. fix the mic. I'm not going to lay down anymore. I, yeah. Clearly, I can't. Okay, is this okay? I don't know. You're not talking. <laughs> is this good? Is this good? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> you're so, you're such an, you're in such a funny mood today. It's called being delirious. Yeah. Oh my god. So we were having some technical difficulties, and Alex said, "Is this good?" And just proceeded to be quiet. So I couldn't listen to what I couldn't hear if it was good or not. Is this good? Okay. Okay. What do we want to talk about today, honey? <laughs> um, well, I shared on... Wait, are you... You can't just... You can't move your fingers on the microphone. Oh, God. So it's either okay. just... You gotta... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think last week mentioned on my Instagram that we had a very nice, open, honest conversation and... I asked if people wanted to hear about it, and people said yes. Mm. So... Uh-oh, one of these. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Name that song. I don't know. Here we go. It's Lady Gaga. Okay. <sighs> uh, Chad. Okay. Okay. Um... So we had to make the decision about health insurance. And health insurance, for those who don't know, <laughs> very, very expensive. Yeah. So we had to have a very honest and open conversation about our finances, about what this next year is going to look like, and how we can support each other without spending over a thousand dollars on health insurance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and looking at our finances, we saw we're prioritizing, we've prioritized other things. Well, we saw the difference that it used to be that we were making the same Mm -hmm. And now you are making more. And because I cut out some classes before grad school to focus on grad school, and I never picked that up, right. I'm not making as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. um, so, Which is okay. Yes. Was a, we had that conversation. Yeah. And you reminded me, you know, there was a point in our relationship where you were making more and I had to carry the load. That's true. I, meaning me, Alex, had but to But that was the also load. a conversation that we had. Yes. Um, at, and so, at, your, at your suggestion. 
Yes. You said, hey, you're starting a business. Let me work some more. Take some time off of work. Focus on the business and yeah. make it work. And you did. Yeah. And now you are carrying the weight a little bit more than me. I, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm trying not to let it rest on my chest. Okay. Um, so I'm not exactly sure the advice to give couples uh, other than sometimes conversations are going to be hard and uncomfortable and not the easiest, most fun conversations. But we both left that conversation really proud of each other and how we communicate. And you, I wish I could find it, but I can't move my hands. You sent me a very sweet text saying, like, I know this is stressful. You were very, very stressed out. I was very, very stressed Rightfully out. Rightfully so. Because, because I don't want to spend over $1,000 on health insurance. And we talked about, well, maybe one, only one of us gets health insurance and we split the price. And we both wanted the other person to have health insurance. <laughs> and... Yeah. The, the, and the truth and the fact of the matter is millions of people in this country are having this conversation. Yeah. And millions of people in this country are working jobs that they hate solely for health insurance. Yeah. And I personally am not willing to sacrifice yeah. my happiness yeah. so that in case I get sick, I whatever, like, which is not a good way to think about health insurance yeah. for some people, but... I could, you could say that arguably that working a job that makes you miserable is going to kill you faster than working a job that doesn't, you know? So there are pluses and minuses. The, 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 what's interesting is that there's a threshold for how much money you make and based on how much you get charged, but that would take cut and put in like a huge dent yeah. In our fi- in us finance, you know, it doesn't yeah. seem like that, but that's a huge dent financially for people. Because to take we're ahead. married and we filed together. If I were to get, if I were to file on my own, because if I were to file on my own and you were to file on your own, then the price for our health insurance would be very different. Yeah. But because we're married. Because we're married yeah. and we have to file together. Yeah. They take both of our income into consideration. Mm-hmm. And boy, is it pricey. And also, I need, I feel like I need to mention this is also for bottom of the barrel. Oh, the worst coverage. Anything. Yeah, you get nothing really. Yeah. yeah I think it's you get coinsurance. Two, you have to still pay it. It's, it's yeah, awful. It's you get just awful. Like two visits a year. Yeah, no, there's no. And then that's about it. It's basically it. you call a doctor if you have the flu and you can get some, prescri- like a prescription. There is yeah. no, it, there's nothing. And that's, I mean, that's a larger issue uh, that we're all talking mm, about in this yeah. country. I mean, I'm all for Medicare for all if we can figure it out. I'm also into like having a private insurance company. Like, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on the, on the healthcare spectrum, but it does suck. I mean, I would love to just not have to worry about healthcare. I would yeah. love to be able to just go to the doctor. But there's millions of people that are having these same conversations, mm-hmm. and that's part. That was part of my frustration. And I was like, "This shouldn't fucking be this way." Yeah, we shouldn't have to choose whether or not we're gonna have health insurance because it's gonna fucking break our backs financially. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, and there, yeah. And, and I, we're in a very we're like I don't want people to be like we're not in a terrible 
spot financially, we do, no. you know, we're, we, the, the hard part is we don't qualify for assistance. Yeah. So that's, it's a great thing to be there, you know, and it's also, you know, I'm self-employed, so it's hard to, I don't know, it's just a hard thing to figure out. Yeah. There's a million other factors that are factoring into this that we're, I'm, I'm not going to share with people, but like, you know, there's a lot of other things that are factoring into yeah. to all of this. But you were very upset, and I was upset that you were upset. Yeah. And I was also upset because I felt like I was kind of like failing to provide enough. Yeah, and which I felt, is... and I felt like I was letting you down, and I felt like I was letting myself down, and I went into it, not I mean not a dark place, but I just felt like, here, like I can't even provide for her, this little bit of you know I can't even do this, so that was like. And what did I say to you when you finally <sighs> told me that? Um, you, I think you said something to the effect of like that. That has nothing to do with this at all. Um, and that, you know, it's not a failure on your part. You, you tried to assure me that. But, yeah. I think I also talked about how we are a team and we are in this together. Yeah, totally. And it's not one takes care of the other or vice versa. It's, it's, I, I've never been looking for that in a partner. I know I've you have I've never been I looking know. for someone to take care of me and... I mean, there are many ways that you do take care of me, but financially is not one of the ways that I need I, I like, know. what I need from a partner. I know, but that's also something I am wanting yeah. to do. And that's fine. Sure. But, it's, but I th- it's important for you to not see it as a failure. I understand that. I, I, think, yeah. I think if you can change it, change your mindset and your view set of, Instead of seeing it as a failure, seeing it as this is an added bonus. I can supply so much for my partner. And if I can provide financially to help her out, added bonus. Right. But focusing on all of the other ways yeah. that you support me and help take care of me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very good conversation. It just was hard. It was really, really, that was a difficult conversation to have. Yeah. Because you kept and going it, back and forth with like, okay, I'll just get it. And then you're like, no, I'm not going to get it. And then I'm like, just get it. And you're like, no, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. And I can't make that decision for you. It's your decision. It's your body. It's your, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a huge financial strain. Yeah. Especially when, you know, we're trying to get out of debt. It's student loans and et cetera, et cetera, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's... We're prioritizing other things, and also we're pretty healthy. I've got I got sick once last that's year. That's the main. That's the main reason why I keep flip flopping, because the last time I had health insurance a few years ago, you didn't I even never use it. used yeah, it. Just throwing so money away. Literally throwing money away, and now that the price is triple what I was yeah. paying before. Mine is quad quadrupled, I think. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Actually, yeah, mine is more than tripled. Yeah. Um, It's fucked up. I don't want to spend this money. And then it's like, even if I do get really sick, this insurance isn't even going to help me. That's what I'm, that's the thing. And that's why we kept being like, what the fuck? Like nothing is covered. Yeah. What is even the point? What's the point? If I'm going to have to pay for this all out of pocket anyways... Yeah. You know, and then people would argue, well, it's up to $7,000. And it's like, I don't want to be spending $7,000 a year if I don't get sick. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. 
Um, it's just frustrating because so many people in this country are having this conversation. Yeah. And like nothing's being done about it. Yeah. People are, I mean, arguably people are trying, but that's what, that's what makes me really frustrated is that like the healthcare system is so broken yeah, and so fucked up and I don't know how to fix it. I, I'm not the person, I'm not smart enough, yeah. but someone, we need someone that's super smart to come in and like figure it out, whatever it may be. Yeah. Whether it's, well, you know, health insurance for all who want it, I think is a great idea because I feel like if you're wealthy and you've made a lot of money and you want to keep your private insurers, you should be able to. I, I, I do think yeah. that that's a thing. I think, I think of like basic coverage for like pregnancies and, you know, illnesses and all that stuff would be great. But if you want to, you know, get your, get your nose fixed, get your eyes fixed, get whatever done and yeah. like specialty surgery, like you should be able to, stuff. yeah. Or, or, or like experimental, you know, with like, um, if you want to go get injected with stem cells and fucking Puerto Rico or wherever they do that in or Panama, they do in Panama, but I feel like you should be able to go, you should be able to do those things. Um, but the fact that people like you and me who are not poor by any stretch of the imagination have to like legitimately be like, this cost is so fucking high yeah. that we're contemplating not doing it. Like yeah. what? Yeah. It's just a larger systemic problem that yeah. we have in our country. That's really upsetting but i also vote for bernie <laughs> <laughs> um but i also want to point out that while this was going on i ran into a friend of mine at the dance studio who is from europe and she was talking to another friend of hers who's also from europe different country in europe and one of the girls mentioned that she had to, she had um blood drawn earlier that day mm-hmm um, and I asked her, can I ask you what you do for health insurance? Cause she's here on a student visa and she mm-hmm. said, Oh, it's, it's free. I, you know, it's, I don't have to pay. Um, and so then I asked her and, and we were talking about it and both of them being living in European countries and having free health insurance said, yeah, but the doctors here are so much nicer and the the hospitals and the I'm sure. doctor's offices are so much cleaner because it's not living in a country where there's free health insurance. The doctors aren't paid as much. They don't care as much. Yeah. They don't have to. They're not really in competition with each other. So the system isn't also that great there. Yeah. Because, no, I believe. I mean, said, that's why I'm saying I don't know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, you know, there was a time where she had to get, she was having this weird stomach issue and she had to get some work done and she had to wait almost two months to be seen. Yeah. So, and I don't know, maybe that was a special case and she was going to a specific doctor. I'm sure it's very common. But, and when Alexis's grandmother was in um, the hospital in Denmark, Alexis said similar things, that it was really hard to get the doctors to actually see her grandmother because there's just so much other things going on and they're being pulled in so many different directions. So, yeah, I think a lot of Americans see free health insurance as this glamorous thing, but it's also important to realize and acknowledge that our system would change drastically. Socialized medicine is hard. Yes. Because the guy, in my opinion, the government doesn't do anything good. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, anytime they come and take over, I mean, the military 
I don't know how that's run either, but I imagine it's very strong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but anytime, like the DMV, think about name one government agency that you enjoy interacting <laughs> with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And had a pleasant experience. Right. So I feel like I also fucking hate hospitals though. So like I hate doctor's offices and I hate, so I feel like either way, it's just, it's a huge problem in this country. And the truth of the matter is I'm not smart enough or, or capable enough to tell somebody how to fix it. But yeah. I want to believe that someone out there has a really good idea. Um, and Americans pave the way for a lot of things. And I feel like if we really, I feel like we could figure out a way to reinvent this system yeah. in a way that benefits everyone, starting by taxing major companies, what they should be taxed. I mean, we paid more, we paid more in taxes than Amazon paid <laughs> last year. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. No, I know. Like that's not okay. No, it's not. At all. No, it's not. So start taxing people and start taxing fucking churches. Churches need to be start need to be taxed accordingly. Yeah. I think that would be. I mean, you could raise hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, if not billions of dollars by taxing churches, I think they should be taxed. Um, but that's a whole other that's mm-hmm. a whole other argument and probably very unpopular with the Christian and religious community. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, when we were having this conversation, what were some of your thoughts when you were starting to get frustrated? Like, how do you, how do you keep yourself calm when you're having conversations with me and you're feeling a lot of stress? Cause I think sometimes when couples talk about serious things, it's easy to let emotions come through in what are you doing? Oh my Lord, stop that. Um, it's easy to let emotions come through. And I, th- I think that's how a lot of couples yell and argue instead right. of I was, having a conversation. I was getting frustrated that you were so upset about it. Yeah. So I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I tried for like two hours to get you to calm down. It was definitely, okay, however long it was. It felt like two hours. But I felt like I was trying to trying to talk you down. Yeah. Because I could just see your brain literally ping. I could see your brain ping-ponging. Yeah. Like, I should get it. I shouldn't get it. I should I get it. And I was trying to just say, Alex, get it. Like, just, just, there's yeah. too many things that are up in the air. I, it's, it's. Better if you get it than if I get it, mm-hmm. right? Like for for instance, if you happen to get pregnant, just whatever. Yeah. Like you should get, you should have it. And you kept saying, "Yeah, but what if, what if this, yeah. and like what if that?" Because I felt that was important to right put into the equation. And it was fr- it just was frustrating for me because I was I was wanting you to have some peace and some calm about it and just like make the definitive decision and stop waffling and like yeah. own own your decision Which making. Which I appreciate. Right. Yeah. But I mean I also gave you I just tried to present the arguments in, in on both sides yeah. and like I was I at least I hope I wasn't trying to like make your decision for no. you. No. But it was it was difficult for me to see you struggle with that, and I like and then that brought up my own yeah. frustrations and like, 
what the fuck is wrong with this country? What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Why am I not doing better? Well, you know, no, but I'm just I'm letting you that's know. That's where like, you went. That's where yeah. my head went. What 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 am I doing that I can't even do this one thing? Yeah. And so there's it's a little I felt not demasculated is like the wrong word, but I just felt like a not a like I wasn't in an equal yoke, you know, I wasn't like pulling my yeah. weight. There's all kinds of things that go through your head. You're like, what the shitty husband, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you got to make the decision for yourself and we're a team. So it was, there were just, it's just a hard, it was just a really difficult day. Yeah. And we were kind of under the gun for time constraints. Like that was the other yeah. thing. And that was our fault. <sighs> yeah. But I th- what what I know that what I know we did in this case and what I know we've done in the past is a lot of our stress and frustration was on external things. It had right. nothing to do with you and I. Right. So I know that I said it a couple of times and I'm sure you did too, saying, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation yeah. and that's where my anger is coming from. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you which I think is important to talk about when you have difficult conversations with your partner because sometimes you're not mad at your partner, but the way way you're speaking, you might confuse your partner and your partner might think, oh man, they're really mad at me. Why are they mad at me? And then they get defensive and then they get upset. And then that's when I think spiraling happens. Of course, there are hard conversations where you truly are mad at your partner. Totally. And that's okay, too. But you sh- yeah, but, those are, yeah. <clears throat> but differentiating and making sure your partner knows where your emotions are coming from. Yeah. I think is That was a really, really difficult conversation. <clears throat> and it's also, I it's, mean, it felt I'm like getting we were, frustrated, like, reliving it. Because I'm, like, mad about, body. I'm just, like... It felt Not, like we again, were in a no-win situation. Yes, dude. And I yeah. and I just and then I get mad at the people that are in charge of the con- and then I'm like, "Fuck you guys." Like yeah. you're affecting Yeah. You're affecting me in a way that I have no control over. Yeah. Other than my vote, which I can't do until whenever. And even then, who knows? I, like I I remember I kept saying like, "I wish or thinking when I was filling out all the information for health insurance, I wish they could look at my expenses. Even though I make this much, right? I think they need to take into consideration how much my rent is, how much my yeah. way of living is. Like, I don't have a car, but MTA and how much I'm spending on, on that. And Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I just, and we're frugal as shit, and it's still, yeah. like, I don't know, it, it's, I just, and then, so then I get frustrated at external factors, and I was frustrated with you, because no matter, because I was so wishy-washy, right, and no matter what I said, I know, it didn't help, yeah, and that was, I think, the most infuriating thing for me, was because yeah. I, I wanted nothing more than to take all of your worry and all I of know. your anxiety and get throw it out the window, and like I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I was just, it was like I was sitting outside of this room watching you go through all this like turmoil, yeah. and I couldn't do anything. And that is, that's infuriating, yeah. coupled with what's going on in this country and the way that things are going was infuriating. Yeah. I, it was, a, I mean, yeah, I'm getting worked up thinking about being there in that situation and i just and i'm still yeah i mean i'm still grappling with it but um 
I mean, this is a, and we have it so much better than 99% of the people in this yeah, country. We're, like, we're uh, so lucky. So and, lucky. And, you know, so I'm so grateful. And for our problems are so fucking small, so small, but so small. there's nothing we're. Yeah. There's so many people in this country are just have it so much worse. And yeah. so that then I get upset and I'm like, well, if, yeah. if I'm this privileged person doing, you know, and I'm complaining about this. Like, what the fuck is happening to the people at the bottom of the barrel? Like, yeah. they have it so much worse, you know? And then, I don't know. It's... Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's, and then, yeah. it's a heavy topic. It's a heavy. It's challenging. And then I, my, I just, I like my... And then the whole thing comes back to, like, my... I'm like, my heart hurts for America. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm, like, legitimately embarrassed about what's happening. Yeah. So there's that. Um... But I have to believe and I have to hope that things are going to get better. But I think they're going to get worse before it gets better. I think it's going to get worse. I might. We'll see what happens. Anyways, but, this has been... <laughs> let's. But let's, before we move on to something else, let's focus on... Let's end on a positive note. Yeah, totally. So after this tough conversation and whatnot, you sent me a very sweet text that said something along the lines of, you know, I, I love you so much, and I care for you so much, and are you looking it up? I was going to try to find it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm really proud of the way we communicate with each other, and I know this is stressful, but, you know, I, I want to provide for you, and I love you, and um, it's it kind of felt like how a lot of people say, don't go to bed angry yeah even though we weren't mad at each other it was just a nice it it made me smile of course and it just was a nice way to end a difficult conversation yeah. so i'm thankful for that did you find it uh, i don't think i can find it um it was the big it was like 13 days ago probably 13 days ago. Well, wow. it's the 13th today, right? Yeah. And it was in the beginning of the month. Yeah. So that's when we had to sign up. Um. We can cut this out as well. Cut. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I said. But it does. You're so close. Find it. Uh, I'm not so close. I don't know where it is. Oh. Standing in the rain, hands touching. Oh, you. Oh, I said. I'm going to tell you that I'm proud of the way that we communicate this whoa, morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm sorry, you mumbled. Can you start that sentence? I said. Over? I wanted to tell you that I'm proud of the way we communicated this morning. I know it was a hard conversation to have, but it's an important one. Part of my frustration is in the fact that I feel like I'm failing you as a husband and my ability to provide enough income so that we don't need to have these conversations. Um, I'm sad that this amount of money is make or break. I'm frustrated at the whole idea that we can't afford basic health care. Um, I want so badly to provide for you with the basic comfort of knowing that you have to parachute if something goes wrong. It was something like that. Yeah, it was very nice. It was very sweet. Ye. It meant a lot to me. Oh, I found it too. <laughs> well, I love you. <clears throat> I love you. What am Easy, I doing? You're just, I can hear the microphone moving. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so that was a tough one. But, uh, it was. Gotta have those hard conversations that's sometimes. It. That's it. Yeah. Um, what On a lighter you, note. <laughs> what made you laugh the most this week? Uh, I laughed a lot during our podcast yesterday with uh, Elise. Elise, yeah, that yeah. was funny. Yeah, she's just really, I just think she's she's a hoot. Yeah. I didn't really have anything embarrassing happening happen to me this week. Um, I thought it was funny last night. Um, you made a little bowl of cereal, and <laughs> whenever you make cereal, I always eat some of it. And I, you poured some, and then I got out a cup, and I said, <laughs> like "I'm I just, I'm just circling. gonna, I'm just gonna take what I would take now," and I just <laughs> spooned some out. <laughs> into a little mug um and you and you you were like you can always have my cereal honey you can it's okay and then you and then you were like you know you could make your own and my response was but it tastes so much much better better. (laughs) (laughs) no it's funny because i know it's like when i open up the cereal it's like when the cats hear a can of food opening I just know your clothes, and I'm like okay with the fact that I'm gonna have to give. Sometimes I don't even say anything. You'll take a few bites and then hand me the I bowl. I just hand you the bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm a good husband. You are a good husband. Oh. Um. Also, something that made me laugh and is also kind of embarrassing, but I'm not. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. Um. Erica was over on that was Tuesday. Just hold the, the this part, uh-huh. the fluffy part, off of your body. Oh, that's, you okay, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, Erica was over on Tuesday, and sorry. <laughs> Corey's never going to let me lay down and podcast ever again. No, I'm not. Um, um, I had gone on my California trip. I was gone Wednesday through Sunday. And I told Erica, I said guess when the last time I showered was? And she was like, mm, Sunday? And I said, no, I was flying. And then when I got home, I was too tired to shower. She said, Saturday? Oh, God. <laughs> and I said, no, I was driving 90 minutes and no more. I was driving two hours and went to bed super late because I had anyway no I didn't and she said Friday (laughs) and you said no and I said no oh my god but in my defense disgusting I was not in one place I was not in one house more than two nights when I was traveling I was in a different bed every single night I was there and I was coming home very late and having to get up very early And I was prioritizing sleep more than showering. However, I did get my hair cut, so I did wash my hair. Oh, that counts. And after I taught class, I had those little, like, facial wipes, and I, like, washed my armpits, and I went in the bathroom and took my sports bra off and kind of, like, washed around. But I I also, at that time, I didn't have a shower because I was... Yeah. Yeah, it was very busy, and... That's funny because I shower twice a day. I know. I also, and when I'm super tired, I don't 
want to do, I don't want to shower because that takes so long because then I get in the shower and I'm like, oh, this feels so good. And then I stay there Dude, it's so like much longer. Dude, it's like taking a melatonin though. It's like, it relaxes. Yeah, it's but I stay in there so much longer and all I think about is that's less sleep I'm going to have. You got to get over that. I know. Because think about how much deeper you're going to sleep after a nice warm bath or a nice like, yeah, warm I don't shower. Know. But so I had told her that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was leaving, and I knew she was going to come to my yoga class. And I was walking out the door, and I said, <laughs> I said, smell you later. And then I looked at her. <laughs> and I said, actually, probably smell you later. <laughs> you are so tired. You need a nap. Got on white, she was like, Yeah, probably smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Not embarrassed by it. I don't care. But I guess it's kind of stupid. That's hysterical. And that, yeah, that made me laugh a lot. Smell oh. you later. Smell you later. <laughs> nope, you'll That's... smell me later. Nope, you'll smell me later. <laughs> I haven't showered in four days. Oh god. Five days. I can't tell you the last time I went more than two days without showering. Well, I showered on Thursday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It had been four days. Oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of shower, I need to go get in one. Okay. <laughs> um, I love you so much. I love you so You're much. You're the best. No. You're the best. You're the best. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, if you still are. Yeah, um, sorry about my noises. Yeah. Uh, it's been kind of a noisy episode. We're just hanging out, laying down, chilling, having some coffee. Um, if you like the podcast, please give it a like, rate it, and subscribe. It helps other people um, who never have heard of us maybe discover us. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thanks I for love listening. You. I love Bye. you too. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only want to hear a different tone. Somewhere quiet we can go